we never even made connections that were both from Philly, and it was over Twitter. And we're like, wait a second, you're in Philly? You're in Philly? Like, what? Right? It's, um, Philly Rock, by the way. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Brian. I grew up in King of Prussia. It's so nice to be able to say that and people know what the hell I'm talking about. When you get out of here and you're like in like, Dallas, no one knows like, King that. of Prussia, like, what? Like, that's why you say Philly. Um, so I, I, a quick background on me. Um, I, you know, whatever. We're all in this crazy environment, right? Like, this is stuff that's changing the world. It's changing our lives. The fact that we're even like in a bar talking about like kind of tech geeky, nerdy, transformative stuff like just defies norms, and that's what's kind of awesome about the space, but also humans because we're doing this on our own. Um, I got into crypto in 2011, 2012. Um, I'm not a coder, right? So I can do basic websites and like a little bit, like I can do exploding bananas back and forth and C++, that's about it. Um, I was really passionate about community, right? So for me, the big thing was, I don't understand this tech stuff, but I'm getting a feel of, there's a lot of people in a subculture coming into this. I've got to find these connections, right? And it was really hard to in the beginning because it's a lot of steampunk and tech talk, et cetera. Like, for it to get there, it has to find mediums where it can make connections, right? And you find that with communities, you find that with trust, you find that with relationships. Um, so that was my journey into crypto and then like following it around. And that led me into Pivx through personal relationships and connections, the human network, right? This tech, Pivx is incredible, right? There's other cryptocurrencies that's incredible. The tech they're innovating is incredible, but this is my philosophical. At the end of the day, it's about fucking human beings, right? It's about connecting on those levels and leveraging this to change the world in the ways that we want to. Okay, so why the hell this? Um, so PIVX stands for Private Instant Verified Transaction, right? It's pretty straightforward. It's the acronym. It's also when you go on to your exchanges, it's PIVX, okay? Uh, it was launched in 20, 2016. Um, it was announced in 2015, so launched 2016. Uh, there was a no, no pre-mine, no instant mine. I'll, I'll put an asterisk by that. Uh, fair launch coin. 60,000 of these coins were originally mined to set up our Masternode network, which is a, it's a layer we might get a chance to talk about tonight, depending on questions, etc. Uh, and they were burned later, right? So this was an OG crypto. This is before ICOs and before that name even existed. Um, it was originally called Darknet, right? So when you had developers that were also in charge of your marketing back in original crypto days, like, ooh, Darknet, that's a great name for a coin. Which it's not that bad, except when you want mainstream global adoption, it's not the best name for global adoption. So. As they were working on the tech and the, and the underlying technology of what is now PIVX, they began to open up and say, okay, great, we need to focus on this tech stuff. And they were. We need other people who can market this, right? And in a true decentralized fashion, they just opened it up to the community and said, okay, where do we go with this? What, what direction? What, what do we think this technology feels for us and represented? So thus, private instant verified transaction, right? Empowering human beings is at the core of what Pivx is about, right? So cryptocurrencies is literally giving you your freedom back to you, potentially. So with Pivx, it's literally handing you your privacy back, right? You have the right to decide who you transact with and what you disclose with them and then also with whoever else is looking at you, right? So it's not about like, oh, I'm going to do bad things, whoever de de determines what bad is anymore, right? 
from anybody else. No, it's about I'm maintaining my rights to hold on to information and data for myself. And if I want to share it with you, I can, but that's my choice and my freedom to my rights, right? Empowering back. Another way that PIVX empowers back is its community design, right? We have a governance system, which means anybody can submit a proposal into the PIVX network. So let's say, like, you wanted to make a, this came up, like a beer glass for PIVX. We're talking about this, right? Like, customized PIVX beer glass. I need 100 PIV a month, um, and I'll do it for three months. And then that gets submitted into the PIVX network. And the community, which is currently our master node layer, but it's being expanded out to anybody, will be able to vote on that and go, yes, good idea, bad idea, right? If enough of the community gives you a yes vote, guess what, you're getting 100 PIV a month for the next three months. So you might be saying, well, where, is that, where does that come from? Right, there is no central treasury. There isn't this like war chest of funds. It's written into the beauty of the blockchain. Every 30 days, up to what will now be 42,000 PIV is available for anybody to submit a proposal into and then get funded. The beauty of it is it's not created unless there's a proposal to actually have that creative. So why is that important? Well, number one, it means you don't have this war chest of coins sitting in somebody's wallet address that you're now trusting to maintain those coins. Right? That's just centralization all over again. Right? If you're just sending this, all these funds into an address or this bank over here, well, who's, who's in charge of that? Right? What happens if that goes offline? The other thing, too, is economics. Right? If you're just putting money over here and just sitting up, you say, well, now we got a war chest that I can do stuff with. Yeah, but the community and PIVX is saying we might not need it. That's, that's the beautiful feedback, is they're basically deciding, no, we don't need to make that money. Why? And that, why does that matter? Well, now you're not devaluing your coin by just printing money and putting it over here that you may or may not ever use. Okay? So the other thing about economics with PIVX is this. Um, we're proof of stake. So I don't know if anybody you know the difference with proof of work, proof of stake models. So basically, in general, proof of work is you have miners, you know, your GPUs, your graphics cards, etc. You, you hear about all these farms in China and Greenland that are just mining and mining and mining and mining. Well, in PIVX, you basically download our core wallet. It takes about 2% of your memory. It can sit idle in the background. And you're running the entire blockchain, right? And if you have at least one PIV in your wallet, you are what is called staking your one PIV. And as PIVX, as the network, we say, guess what? That's your contribution. You basically are taking that PIV off the market, putting it into your account. You're running the entire blockchain, right? So you're helping to validate the network. You should earn the block reward. You deserve to earn the block reward, right? So in mining, what happens is miners are mining. They earn the block reward, they then sell into a market or whatever else, and that's what most people buy. Pivx, no, 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 you're, all of us are running the blockchain, and we're paying ourselves for running the blockchain, right? So, from an economic model, what's really cool about that is this. We burn our transaction fees, right? So, transaction fees, like Bitcoin was getting insane, and now it's back down a little bit, it's a little bit better, but guess what, five years from now, we're gonna like see the same damn problem again. Transaction fees are gonna start going through the roof, and more solutions, so you're gonna have this flow. On Pivot, we burn our transaction fees, right? So, it's basically like if MasterCard said, you know what, we're not gonna charge you that 3% anymore. It's on us, it's on the house. That's kind of what Pivx does. What do you mean by, by burn, do you mean people still pay them? But no one gets them, or you mean there are no So for you, like if you're sending it to me, right? So let's say you want to send 100 PIV, the network would charge you the equivalent of say a tenth of a cent, right? To use the network, right? That's your fee to use the network. 
that coin is removed from circulation. How so is that transaction fee set? How is it set? It's based on memory. All right, so the, the size of your send is equivalent to, it's, I forget what it is, 0.0001, I think, per kilobyte of send. Is there a block size limit? For us? Um, yeah. So we have it, right now it's two, it's two uh, megabyte. Um, the, by the end of this year, they're working on developing elastic block sizes so that if there's a massive amount of transactions coming to the network, it'll be able to expand. Again, I'm not the developer. I just go like, hey, Dad's like, you need to like translate this for me, and then I'll like translate it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what, what kind of DLSS is? Like, uh, what's the name of the consensus? Proof of stake. Yeah, yeah, proof of stake. Is it specific? Or? Never mind. Okay. Don't want to remind us. Um, so, other than that, like, I just ran through a litany of stuff about what Pivx is. Um, we currently, I think, market cap are around 54, uh, valued at, I think, 450, so it's around like 50 Satoshis or 50,000 Satoshis right now. Um, yeah, do you have any questions? Yeah, like, is, is there specific niches you're finding it's, it's being adopted in, or like, you know, use cases that are it's really smooth and kind of... We have a lot of traction right now in Cancun and South Africa. Um, there's some really cool Pivx pockets of, we're calling them ambassadors, right? So we have this global ambassador program being spun up, um, which anybody can be part of. You have to come in and then basically say, like, here I am, and be willing to kind of put your identity out there. So it's kind of the interesting dichotomy. Like, we're a private instant verified transaction, yet it's one of these of personal freedom of going, like, it's up to you to decide if you want to be public or not. Um, so in Cancun and in South Africa right now, we have a lot of merchants spinning up. So in Cancun, we're actually planning a Pivx event. We'll all let everybody know about it because I think there's 10 restaurants and a hotel that you can go to right now. So you basically have it be an all Piv expense paid down there in Cancun. So um, yeah, we're finding, um, we have a couple more shamans coming online. Um, one's under NDA right now. Uh, so that'll be coming up for more more adoptions and those are in foreign countries. Um, so how does one get Pivx now? So you can get Pivx multiple ways. Um, you can either join our Discord, come into our community. Uh, you'll probably end up getting tipped. Our community is insane. So if you're like, hey, here we go. Somebody's gonna like throw you probably like half a pip or a pip. Um, we also have, it's called Pivx Fans. So you can join Pivx Fans and start doing social bounties, right? So it's as simple as tweeting or going on Facebook or even in Reddit, etc., and doing whatever, Whatever those moderators saying, hey, let's do this for this day, and let's do this for this day, and you can earn PIV. Right? So we actually had a lot of success with this in South Africa. People were doing this, earning PIV, putting in their wallet, and now they're staking. Um, the other way you can do it is submitting your proposal. Right? So you can literally start with zero PIV, have somebody, like you can say, hey, Brian, I don't have any PIV, but I got this idea. Can you loan me 50 PIV to submit this thing? I'll put it into the proposal, and we'll get it paid back for it. And now you're off on your way gets funded and you earn it, right? Or you can go to exchanges and buy it. Right. Is, is there a general cost to submit something? Like you have to have somebody that's in the network at the moment? So right now, to... yeah, so to submit a proposal, it's 50 pip. Um, you can ask for that to be refunded. 
right? So if you get it, if it's passed and it's accepted, then you can have that refunded in your proposal. Right? A lot of times you'll see proposals that say, hey, I'm asking for you know 500 PIV, and I'm also asking for the submission fee to be refunded. So, and in general, most most of the community is like, yeah, it's total total legit. Your proposal doesn't get accepted. Yeah. Yep. Question on uh, what's your algo? Are you uh, ERC20 or totally separate? Uh, it's proof of stake. It's totally separate. So we are a Bitcoin. So our, our code base originated Bitcoin Dash. Okay. Speaking of Dash, competition, what sets you apart? And uh, what are you doing differently or better than the competition that does set you apart? So. Um, I'll reframe it this way. Competition often has this stigma of win-lose, right? Um, if you look at the etymology of the word competition, it's actually to seek together, okay? So I like to take out that like winning and losing out of it. So you can look at what is the other, what are the projects doing differently, right? Dash is obviously reaching markets and they're going after certain markets. Pivx, separate from what Dash is, Pivx is proof of stake, right? So we both have masternodes. Um, but Pivx is proof of stake, Dash is proof of work. Um, Pivx's privacy algorithm is a custom zero point algorithm where Dash is still using, I believe, and I can follow it up on, I think it's still a coin join variant, um, so kind of obfuscation. Um, governance models, obviously, right now are currently similar. Um, however, the Pivx network has unanimously decided to say everyone should have a vote, and they're working on implementing that and building it out. Um, Pivx will have a decentralized exchange and wallet, meaning you can put Bitcoin into the wallet and actually get the, your privacy PIV out. Uh, that'll be here end of, I think it's quarter two. Um, a few other things, but there's, it's just differences, right? So on a privacy standpoint, Pivx is, from a technological, academic, white paper standpoint, Pivx's privacy is more robust um, than Dash currently. Um, and again, we are proof of stake, so environmentally more friendly, I guess you want to say, if you're eco-conscious. Um, uh, our transaction fees are lower. Um, the, the send times are about the same. Again, that technology is there. So, what's, what's the current requirement for a PIV master node? 10,000 PIV. 10, Good yeah, question. So that, that's the other way you can, you can also earn by running a master node, right? So if you have 10,000 PIV, and you're running your master node, you can you can earn block rewards that way as well. It's split. How much is the PIP right now? Four US dollars? You would need about forty-five thousand. <laughs> yep. Yep. So the other thing, so the interesting thing about master nodes is right now, so coming up we'll have Z PIV staking. So PIV is basically a public and private sense in, in the PIVX ecosystem. So a PIV is basically like sending a normal, like all, what, PIV and ZPIV? Um, it's like sending just your normal altcoin transaction, right? Fast, low transaction fee. ZPIV is the zero coin PIV, which is the private anonymous token, and you can send that as well. When you stake, coming up basically in less than 14 days, when you stake your ZPIV, you and you earn the block reward if you're a chosen validator you actually get three PIV for that block reward hmm. if you are staking normal PIV and you're the validator for that one you'll get two right so we're incentivizing people to actually be, go go private right you'll be higher rewarded for it the flip of it is with master nodes right so if if it's a ZPIV staker that block 
the master node will get two PIV. If it's a PIV staker, the master node will get three, right? However, there's going to be another layer of, mon I'll say monetization. Incentivization for master node holders is when the ZDEX goes live, those master nodes are going to be using, and they're the ones that are going to be running that ZDEX, right? So you can think of it as like ZDEX master nodes. They'll actually earn small transaction fees that they'll be able to set, if I'm following that correctly. But they'll earn small transaction fees for actually doing the conversion from Bitcoin to ZPIP. Hmm. So that's another incentivization to actually run a master node. Have an idea of, um, so you can stake any amount of physics yes. uh, in the POS system. Yep. Do you have an idea of what the return is and yep. also what the return of the master is? Yep. So right now, uh, I think they were looking at last year's return. It was between 6 to 8%, both staking and master nodes. Same return? Yeah. Yep. But the thing with master nodes is if you're running a master node, you're pretty much guaranteed a payout every day, day and a half, right? You're it's pretty much like clockwork. With staking, you know, if you're staking one PIV, your likelihood of actually getting that reward is not high. It's happened. We've had it in our network. It's not high, right? So obviously, the more that you are staking PIV, your likelihood of actually earning that block reward goes up, right? So if you're, yeah. are there stake pools or like you delegate stake to a pool? So full disclaimer, there are stake pools. However, in PIV, we would say, you know, like. You're subject at that point to giving your coins to somebody else mm -hmm. and then stake. And now you're trusting them with your PIV. Don't right? do it. So I personally don't recommend it. PIVX, like as a community, basically says, like, you're you're literally do what you want. There are pools that'll stake your PIV. We don't recommend it. Uh, so you have to custodially transfer yes. your PIV to the pool. Yes. It's not really a pool. No. Yep. Is there a requirement if you had enough to run a PIP to run a master node? Is there like a requirement how many transactions you have to do? Like, do you have to have a certain amount of hardware? Or no. How does that work? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. There is, um, I'll put an asterisk by that. You don't have to have like any additional GPUs, computing power. So you can essentially run on a like laptop. a PIP. Yeah. You can run Raspberry it on a, Pi. You can run it on a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Run yeah. Master Node. Okay. Oh, you just can't use. So if you want to, if you okay. want, so the so other thing too is those, we have. <laughs> so what's? Oh, another reason to run a Master Node is this. We do have integration with um, Ledger. So what is coming in the next quarter is you'll be able to take your your Master Node collateral, set up your Master Node, throw that on your Ledger, and now you have cold storage of your initial collateral of your master node, right, into a safe, and you're still running your master node, right? So you're still earning on your master node, getting that, there you go, there you go, there you go. But your initial 10,000, which is what, 45K right now, and when PIV goes to your 10, 20, 30 bucks, like, there's your like kids' like college funds sitting there, and like your whatever else you want. So, um, <laughs> now you just have to get the college mistakes. <laughs> a purple Lambo. I was going, I was going responsible about education. Where's our Lambos? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point now, you have that you have that additional privacy and safety locked away. Oh, is right? only when when is the NATO support? Do you have a date? When is it? Yes. It's already there. It's already there? But for the master no collateral, that's okay. coming end of, uh, I think it's quarter two. Okay. But yeah, you can put you can put your PIV onto a onto a net onto a ledge right now, and then you can't mm -hmm. stake. I may have missed that. What exchanges can you get it off of? Um, Binance. Largest, largest right now are Bitrix, Binance, Upbit. Um, or I'd be fine with the shapeshifters. Um, no, no, possibly, possibly, possibly. What's up? Shapeshift. Shapeshift. Shape 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 shape. shape. Yeah. 
Was that a, I you didn't hear that from me. I usually don't keep it on exchange. <laughs> yeah, just go straight to the wallet. Yep, we don't recommend that either. So. All right. All right. Uh, so we're decentralized. There is no headquarters. Yeah, there's. I'm from Philly. Yeah. Who is the president of the internet? What? Come on. See, I thought, I thought for sure it was. Who owns, the, who owns the internet? Who owns the internet? Who's the king of America? Well, no, we know that one. We know that one.